0: interracial couples on a quest where fantasy and the real world
1: collide. This is when Crit Happens. Welcome back to Rakatima, everyone. <laughs>
2: Raghatima. Raghatima.
1: I am your game master, Torsten David Johnson.
0: You are my game he master. Oh. <laughs>
1: And I am joined today by this lovely person right here, Joshua David Robinson.
0: Hello, Joshua David Robinson, they, he, playing tight in your belt, they, them, and
1: thou. (laughs) And Deanna Elizabeth Woodman. That is me. Who do you play?
2: I play... (laughs) Jesu
1: Amazing. Thank you so Nobody much. Nobody can
0: see the creepy
1: smile. It's very that you're creepy. Doing because I we're know, not super but it doesn't, yet. it doesn't matter.
2: Know, it doesn't matter. They know. But the, the podcaster listeners know because they can feel my energy. Wait, <laughs> you tell me whether or not I'm doing a creepy smile or not. <laughs> <laughs> they said yes.
1: Oh, did they? <laughs>
2: Yeah, they did. I heard them.
1: And <laughs> Kylie Marie Brinkman. Yes, sure.
3: Kylie Marie Brinkman playing she/her playing Josephina Wick, aka Joe. Also she/her. It's funny. Not that I really don't do bits, but I feel like because D always does a bit, mm-hmm. I then am like, okay, I just got to get to the point. Like you can't have two bits <laughs> no. in a row. <laughs> Wait,
2: I won't do a bit next time. So no, you no, can no. Do a bit. I don't.
3: There's not. I don't want to do a bit. So like, please don't feel that way. But I'm just very aware of like, okay, I should just get down. Do it. Yeah,
2: yeah. Okay, okay. I, I, if you ever want to do a bit, I I'll will you know. happily forgo yeah. my own bit.
0: No, we can all bit, y'all. <laughs> we can all bits on bits. Wow.
1: Okay, bits on bits on bits. <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, shall we get into a little recap? Yes, please. Let's do it. Okay, so last session began with the three of you and Evelyn chasing after a mysterious person that none of you had seen but you suspected as the person responsible for exploding the trampoline float
4: mm-hmm. because yes.
1: Malaya told you about her anyway uh, <laughs> instead of fighting your way through the crowd Jasu you unleashed a clap of thunder screaming in terror <laughs> and she made a clap others in delight But it was very effective and cleared a wide berth for you to get out of the square. That berth was wide. I literally (laughs)
0: thought the same. I literally, we had the same thought.
1: The chase that ensued included Joe hitting your quarry with Mm -hmm. a firebolt.
2: What a great use of the word quarry.
1: Navigating a spooked horse and surmounting a wall and Mm -hmm. letting your hair down in the process. You Mm -hmm. spotted your target from the top of that wall. Oh,
2: yeah, you let your hair down. Yeah,
0: That's right, that's Mm -hmm. right. That was a good
1: bit for me. Yeah,
2: it was. Mm -hmm.
0: You
1: spotted your target climbing out of a second-story window onto a roof. That's right. Close enough for Titan to cast Hold Person.
0: Stop in the name of Prim.
1: (laughs) And stop, they did. You brought their still-paralyzed body inside the house for questioning and discovered Ah. that they were working with someone named Erica Lux. Mm -hmm. Joe, you used your mother's necklace for the first time, and with it, determined that Erica was likely at the House of Prim. So you tied up your detainee, hit them with a cackle-maniacally spell, and took off. You got to the House of Prim just as Erica was coming out the front door. Evelyn leapt into action, immediately attacking her, and the rest of you followed suit quickly thereafter. Ride or die. Yep. Yep. Erica had it out for everyone, but had some particularly harsh things to say about Prim, and by extension, Titan and Evelyn.
4: Red. It cut deep.
1: Everyone worked together and surrounded her where she was standing at the top of the stoop, her shock of white hair standing high, and the brooch on her breast shimmering. Joe, you hit her with two spells, and the second, infused with lightning, you sent straight into the brooch. It seemed to cause wind to explode and swirl lifting Erica off the ground but she wasn't done and she heaped more insults on you Jasu. Rude. But you retorted with a swift strike from your staff knocking her unconscious.
2: Words can't hurt me but my staff can.
1: But her eyes stayed open for a moment going white as Mm -hmm. she rose higher into the air until finally all the wind stopped suddenly and she fell to the ground at your feet. Mm. Drama. And that is where you are now. Drama, drama. So you are on the steps of the house of Prim, Jasu. All of you can hear the sounds of the parade in the distance. Mm -hmm. Seems like the celebration has begun again after they dealt with the disturbance of the burning float uh, or cleaned up after you dealt with the burning float. Mm -hmm. Erica is unconscious at your feet The door to the house has just slammed shut behind her and the rest of you are at the base of the steps or close by. On
2: the steps of the palace.
1: I was thinking the exact same thing. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, what do you all do?
2: I lean down and place my hand on this woman's chest where the brooch Mm -hmm. is Um, or near the brooch, don't necessarily touch it. And I just want to get a sense for it. First, I want to make sure she's okay, but I also mm. want to see what the fuck that was. <laughs> uh
1: huh. Yeah. Well, she's. I mean, she's not okay in so much as you just clocked her. Yeah. Really hard well, with your staff, she so sure. she's unconscious. Good. But you, you bend down and yes, she is breathing. Was that? Were you using non-lethal damage? Yes. Okay. Yeah. But. The brooch itself seems to be thrumming almost. There is definitely mm-hmm. energy coming from it. And while the air has stilled and there is no wind currently, it feels like it's almost vibrating.
0: Mm, thrumming and vibrating brooch.
2: <laughs> I look back at my companions and then I close my eyes and divine sense it. Divine sense? Yeah.
1: Okay. So interesting. This moment is a really interesting moment to use divine sense.
2: Why? Are we surrounded by bad things? And are we no. about to
1: find that out right now? No. it's uh, So it's definitely endowed in the same way. Because I think the, the last time mm-hmm. that you used divine sense and picked up on something that was endowed, I think was in the cave of Typhon Head, and before that, you were starting to get that sense even in the, in the pool, the, the lake at Tempest Top, I believe. And the, the thing that really links all of these together is that it's, it's an object or a place that you're getting that sense from, which is kind of different than your sense for something that was corrupted. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little bit deeper into the analogs with the divine sense ability. The divine mm. sense ability gives you three like creature types that you can perceive. Oh, because I believe the way it's written is uh, originally is undead fiend and celestial. Correct. And then also things that are consecrated or desecrated. Yeah. Mm. And so this endowed function is more like that consecrated or desecrated. It's like this is the object that has come in contact with something that is spiritual. And that's what you're starting to pick up on here. Mm. Unlike the corrupted where it's like, oh, no, just the the things themselves are kind of have corrupted spirits. whereas mm. The endowed things are the object, but you're using it right as she is passing unconscious. But I think I think that's all you get from it uh, in this yeah. exact moment. Mm-hmm. Anybody else do anything?
0: Yeah, I mean, like. So I would be very worried about what the heck this person just did inside Prim's proper house. Mm. So it's like I would be trying to maybe drag her back inside and get into the house, get into the door that just closed behind her.
1: Okay, great. Yeah, I think you know how to get into the house. So you open the door and start getting ready to to bring her inside.
3: Yeah, I think even though Jasu's checking it out, I would like, I my curiosity is piqued. I would like to... Take out my multi purpose tool okay. and use the magnifying glass that's on it to do an arcana check that likely I understand. Like, does this brooch have some kind of secrets or energy or something that can be I,
2: harnessed? I think I help by telling you what I'm sensing, Joe, by saying there's something spiritual about this. It's clearly had contact with something.
4: Mm.
1: Yeah, go ahead and give me an Arcana check.
3: Oh, gosh. It's a six. I rolled a oh, six. With advantage because I helped oh. you. Yeah. Oh, I rolled an eight then.
1: Well, <laughs> plus, I really helped
4: What a do, you lot. I, what do you That's I,
3: I... with my plus three.
1: Oh, that's with the plus yeah. three. Oh. <laughs> I rolled a five. <laughs> oh. All right. I rolled a okay. five. Oh, oh, I, great. See, I
4: see. I oh. see what's happening. Okay.
2: What does it look like?
1: So it looks. Can you like... see it if
2: you rolled an eight? What? Sorry.
3: <laughs> <laughs> my eyeballs still work. <laughs>
1: It's a piece of white, bright white for feldspar. It's feldspar. It's white feldspar with a blue mineral that has kind of veins through it. And it looks, it looks soft. Like even just in her falling to the ground, you see a little edge of it, a small corner has broken off and and is lying there on her dress. Uh, it looks old, but relatively not rough, but you know, like the difference between costume jewelry and a really finely crafted piece. With an eight, you can tell that this is not a finely worked magical item. Mm. Mm. While the object itself might have the power of other magical items, mm. it, it hasn't been crafted. It hasn't been manipulated or, you know, really... So
3: stealing it won't get me much is what you're saying.
1: <laughs> uh, well, you're not, it's not an artifact, probably. Mm. You know, it's uh-huh. it's mm. like... In comparison with the the scepter, the tempest bringer that Titan has that's like a famous artifact that's yeah that, I am just rocking as if I were <laughs> born I to forgot hold that you have that. my hand right so that that's kind of the difference
4: does
1: that make sense
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay,
1: but you also i mean I think this is kind of obvious to everybody. It's clear that her energy was tightly tied to this object and you attacking her through it seemed to have a significant effect. And Now that she is unconscious, it's kind of latent.
3: Ah, okay. Mm. Okay, I'm going to leave it be.
1: I ripped the brooch off her neck. Okay, great. (laughs) Uh, You reach down to grab it, and -hmm. you immediately feel it kind of pulses into your hand a little bit, and you feel a surge of magical energy.
0: You see Titan's hair like go into like the shape of lightning for a second mm-hmm. and then fall back down mm-hmm. and they shiver. Oh, well, there's definitely something going on with this brooch. It definitely feels uh, like I felt like all tingly for a second there. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Do I have any recognition of it given that it's a storm and even though I. Praise be Suleon. Uh, worship Suleon. Maybe there's a storm figure in my life. Is there any? It seems. Yeah. Any recognition? Yeah.
1: There's something about it that seems very reminiscent. Interesting. For sure.
2: Yeah, I think when when you take the brooch mm-hmm. and it like causes your hair to blow in the wind, mm-hmm. no, it I think literally I
0: takes the shape of lightning for a moment.
2: I think I, for the first time, noticed, and this was happening probably also while we were fighting, and I just didn't that the tattoo on my hand or the the mark on my hand starts to, like it looks like it moves or ripples as if the wind is blowing through it Mm -hmm. as well.
4: Uh,
1: Yeah, and actually there is one other thing that, uh, Joe, you notice. It's that now that you've gotten this close and leaned down towards it, as you're standing up, kind of thinking about it, uh, you realize that the crystal, the crystal that your father gave you, is warm.
3: Oh, I reach into my fanny pack and I grab. Mm-hmm. I have like these plastic bags that are for like specimen, and I like hand it out to Titan. You
4: have
1: plastic. Um, you're, you're you're bringing plastic into this world.
3: Yeah, and I'm like, let's tag it and bag
1: it, and I'm not <laughs> trying to said, take it from like Titan, plastic, but like, like plastic, thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
3: And I'm I'm offering it to Titan, not necessarily to hold on to the brooch, but mm. like, you know, so that I can we can label the bag and either they can hold on to it or I'll put it in my fanny pack. Nice. I think
0: it will look good on you, Joe. I, I bag it and hand it off to Joe. Right. Okay.
3: I stick it back in my fanny pack, date it, write down might be lightning oh, in here, shit. question mark, ask dad, and it's in my fanny pack. Okay.
1: Uh,
0: now I would like to drag this this well inside Prince proper mm-hmm. house and, and start to see what yeah. terror she hath wrought upon the house. Great.
2: I let you drag her for half a foot. It's fo-
0: labored.
2: Like a foot, and then I just go, Titan, and I pick her up and <laughs> carry her. <laughs>
0: Great. Great. Okay. I'll just drag her
1: emotionally, and you can drag her physically. <laughs> Great.
2: <laughs> All right, Titan.
1: Drag her. You bring her inside and Evelyn is kind of looking around to see if anybody else is nearby and turns to you and says, do you want me to stay here with you or I can go back and, and try to tell Prim what's going on?
0: You should probably let Prim know what's going on, but also look out for that, uh, you know, that little kitty cat that uh, that we tied up a while
1: back. Oh, right. Everybody give me a perception check.
0: Oh.
2: 17.
1: No, Jesus. no the dice. Well, we got to get uh, them out. I mean, uh, come on. 15. How else do you roll come things? Come on,
3: guys. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Get my dice out, guys. Yeah. Ho ho.
0: Uh 14. Uh does do you still have a bardic I don't remember if you used it or not.
3: Oh, you're right. I Because I could I rolled a 17 though.
0: Nice. She a I, sneaky little bitch. Oh. Uh, and it only lasts 10 minutes anyway. Okay. That's yeah. True. I'll just it use really
1: it, last Yeah. Ten minutes.
3: 23. Nice.
1: As Titan, you mentioned this, you all look over and you see that this tabaxi has their nose pointed around a corner of a house quite close to you. They have snuck in a different direction than where you came from and are just about 30 feet away. <laughs> they see you look and dart behind the corner.
3: Are we in the house? Or I were, think you're all
1: stepping into the house right now. We're I all know. stepping. The door's open, but you're... You've just moved Erica inside.
3: I want to cast
2: sleep. Oh. Can I do
3: Great.
1: that? Yeah, go for it. Do you want some d eights?
2: Just some extra ones. Oh shit! Um, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. It's uh, based on hit points, isn't it?
1: I
3: just get to roll. Yes. What's kind of
1: brilliant about it is it's it never misses.
2: We definitely didn't. How didn't, many well, hit? Uh, five. Did we hit this cat? No, we didn't.
1: Yeah, they have not been hit. I think they took a fire Oh
4: yeah, <gasps> that's I think right. right.
2: Oh good.
3: Okay, 17.
1: 17 total?
3: 17 total.
1: Okay, they have ducked around the corner and you do a 17 hit point sleep.
3: I've not cast sleep yet. Mm -hmm. I don't think I realize that this spell, I just want to stop them. I don't think I know that it could actually put them to sleep Mm. yet.
4: Mm -hmm. It's Mm. more about
3: like the impulse of wanting to stop them in their tracks,
1: Mm -hmm. love that. Uh, Anybody else want to do anything?
0: Uh Oh, yes.
4: Go for you it. go no, you,
2: off. No, 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 no. I go for it.
0: I was gonna shout at them to be like, we see you over there. Why don't you just come over here? But also cast diss and whispers. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> great. You think you sneaky. We see you. Dissonant Whispers.
1: It's a save, right?
0: It sure is. I mean, they still get hit regardless, but.
1: Oh, they, they they roll well. Yeah, they get an 18.
0: They pass. Oh, rolled so well. 15, 18, 18 psychic damage. It becomes nine. So half to nine. Okay. Roll initiative.
3: Oh, no. Uh, 15. 13 for Joe.
1: 16 for Titan. <laughs> oh, damn. Heavy did not do well. So, Yeah, Jessie, what do you do?
2: How far away are we?
1: You saw them around a corner that's 30 feet away. <laughs>
2: sucks to suck now don't it (laughs) I run over and I hit him
1: alright so you run over look around the corner yes they're gone
2: what you just said they were there
1: you saw them yeah yeah, they were there and they rolled a 22 on their initiative so they took a dash action and they're gone
2: I run over and I get mad (laughs) <laughs> Do I can I look around it to see if I see where they went at all or
1: Yeah, you see a really there's really only one obvious place where they could have gone unless they were going to scale some walls. Mm. So you could start taking off after them and we could jump back into those chase mechanics if you want, but they've got another head start on you, so it would be another chase like that.
2: Yeah, I think I stop and I turn back to my companions and I think I'm too worried for the house and I mm. I shout back saying They got away. Yeah. They went that way.
1: Damn. Evie says, I mean, I can go after him, and starts running towards you.
2: Evie, you got to
0: let Prima know that something is going down with the house. (sighs) We're going to try to find out what's going on
1: here.
2: I put up my hand to stop her, and Mm. you can tell me whether or not she runs into my hand or not.
1: (laughs) She's slowing down because she's having a conversation with Titan, and then she sees your hand up, and so she just kind of keeps jogging until she runs (laughs) right into your hand. (laughs) Are you sure? Oh. I... Hey Pretend there.
2: like I don't notice. Wait, I'm going to roll to see if I notice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I actually don't notice.
1: <laughs> uh, she just hangs out standing right right next to your hand. Okay, I'm going to go check on Prim. You can move your hand down a little bit if you want. I
4: take my <laughs> hand away immediately. <laughs> I
2: look up towards the sky and I say, May Sulion be with you. May the light shine ever upon you. <laughs> and then I just walk away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she winks at you and shouts back to Titan. But really, though, I'm going to go tell Prim what we're dealing with here. I think you should come back to the square as soon as you can, unless you... No,
0: I want to come back to the square. I just want to do a quick check to see if see if she, I don't know, put some war, some weird shit, or took
1: something
3: from yeah. the house. Is there more gasoline that's been spilled here? I want to make sure the house isn't going to catch uh, on fire.
1: She nods and she says, all right, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Uh, I'm going to go talk to Prim. And Evie takes off.
2: Bye, Evie. <laughs>
1: She she winks at you, Jazzy, as she goes.
2: Yeah, yeah, I know. And oh, that's I a bardic not, inspiration. It, obviously, unfortunately, I'm not looking <laughs> at her, so it doesn't matter. I can I do some
0: sort of history or memory to kind of check to see if I know if there's something that I know of that would be hidden or kept at the at Prim's proper house that somebody uh, involved in the scene would want to take.
1: Yeah, go ahead. Give me a history
0: check.
3: Can I do a perception check while Titan is doing this, just to like gonna... smell for gasoline? Like, oh, give more... me a
0: perception check. Yep. May I? Mm-hmm. May I make this history check with just my proficiency bonus and not uh, instead of like my You're... intelligence bonus because of it being <laughs> about Prim's proper house? <laughs> Um, Would I be proficient in knowledge about Prim's proper house? Sure. The
2: answer is clearly yes. I know sure. that's a very 3.5 sure.
0: y kind of question. Yeah, yeah. Know, yeah. We'll but, give you, but we'll give you we
1: proficiency in, in about, prim knowledge about Prim's proper house. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Wow. Wow. It's going to be a six. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow.
1: Hey, that's better than a three, baby. <laughs> um. Yes. You, I mean, you know that there's lots of things that are valuable to you and to the other people around here. And so because you know that. Erica has history, you can imagine that there's things that might have personal value as well as things that are expensive, but nothing comes to mind immediately as being something that is beyond beyond the personal.
2: Can I, with my yeah. divine sense, which I'm assuming is still going, how long does divine sense It's last? only
1: one round. Oh, okay. Which so is why long. I agonized so long about whether or not to give you more information.
2: Okay, yeah, yeah, fair. Well, even without yeah. divine sense, looking around the house... I want to just see whether or not Mm. there's anything that seems either in doubt or corrupted. I'm looking for some sort of change or something that this person might have introduced to the house that
3: shouldn't have been there.
1: Yeah. Give me a perception check.
3: Yeah. My perception check was only 11.
1: Okay. Will you look around everything? Uh, Have you ever been in here before, Joe? No. Okay. Everything looks and smells amazing. Mm. Joshua. Do you want to give us a little description of what this? Oh my god, yeah! Of what the entryway is like in Prim's proper house. Oh my gosh! So, so are we? We're outside or are we
0: inside? You're just inside. Just inside. Yeah. Great. So, first of all, the door itself looks like curtains. It's a mm. door. It is a solid <laughs> door, but it is truly wavy. As if it were curtains, and it opens as it as if it were curtains parting. Mm. You walk in, entering, and you see above you are a series of lights that that is an it is a like constantly going dancing lights cantri- cantrip that like some at night it turns into like a. Very pulsing, disco-y kind of situation, but during the day it's like still twinkling, but it's it's as if there are like rays of sunshine twinkling from different places around the room and you walk in and you're surrounded by mirrors all of which make you look fantastic <laughs> you walk through that that's just the atrium you enter in <laughs> going past the atrium you immediately see this in incredible vaulted room with a chandelier descending from the ceiling but the chandelier it's not just crystals no it's partially candles partially crystal all the candles are different colors and it's it's both gothic and crystalline mm. at the same time <laughs> and balconies encircling yes. the this this grand uh, hallway even though you know that there is um a elevation above this vaulted mm-hmm. domed ceiling entering into this grand hallway it's as it's it's a giant Ballroom with a (laughs) stage, and that is the first room that you enter Mm -hmm. after the atrium. So you see that. Mm. (laughs)
2: Wow. (laughs) I think maybe I have disadvantage. Honestly.
1: (laughs) No. What's your? I would love to know your flat perception check. It's thirteen. Great. Finally, somebody sees that there is a gold chain that is around Erica's neck. And it looks like something has been tucked in underneath the bodice of her dress.
2: Um, has anyone noticed that? and I point at it?
1: Uh,
0: a titan unabashedly reaches into uh her bodice.
4: and
1: what? you mean that- you pull out a an object that you immediately recognize. It is an ornate key it's a it's like a a, a large. Skeleton-style key that is very ornate. It's made uh, of silver with gold filigree, and it hung from a hook in Prim's room. Ah! Uh, you don't know exactly what it's for, but you know that it is a prized possession of Prim's, and it was definitely clear that this was an object not for touching. Mm-hmm. I
3: I Joe looks at Titan and asks. Is this the house key? Yeah.
1: Titan uh,
0: looks at Joe and says, "I don't know. I just know that this is not something that anyone but Prim should have." Titan is like looks is like looking at unconscious Erica, and mm. like you see a flash in Titan's eyes that it's like Titan wants to kill this person, mm. like and is like it's taking like a lot of their like, all of their like effort to not just like truly pull out a dagger and stab this person in the throat. And they're not doing it, but like they're like starting to see red when Mm -hmm. as they pull out this key. Titan? What? Are you all right? No.
2: Can we help?
0: We need Prim to get here. Prim needs to decide what needs to be done with this thing uh, and looks like derisively down at Erica.
3: Still a person.
0: Technically.
3: Do we take her to Prim?
0: Oh, yeah. I guess we should probably go back to. Evie was like, we should go back to the square. So I guess we should, but I don't want to leave this person. You're right. I don't want to leave this person here.
2: I'll carry her. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I mean,
2: I pick
3: her up. Great. I have a mechanical question. Yeah. Does Erica stay unconscious for only so long? Or, like, how does Mm -hmm. this work?
1: Yeah, mechanically she's unconscious for at least an hour. Yeah.
3: Oh, okay.
1: And and in game you're just like, "Oh wow, she is she is knocked the fuck out." Concussed. Yeah. But you you decide to to pick her up and and walk back towards the square.
2: Yeah. She is unconscious in my arms and truly mm-hmm. it, uh with me being a prophet of Suleion walking with her in slow motion with the wind behind me, it's sort of it looks epic.
0: Mm. Yeah. Titan will be carrying the key. Great. Was there anybody else at the house while we were there cuz it's like I feel bad leaving it like abandoned. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know. Like I don't feel like it's a place that locks
1: really. You know it kind of has a a mind of its own. Yes. And clearly Erica knew how to get in. Mm-hmm. And so Erica was able to get in. But in general, you don't worry about people getting into this house when you're not here.
3: It's like the Encanto house, just like would keep its (laughs) doors locked. (laughs) Yeah, it
1: it would take some deception to get by, Mm -hmm, which clearly Erica mm -hmm. is good at. But most people in this town, you're not worried about. Great. Mm. As you start setting off through the streets back toward the, the square, you see Rista coming towards you, running, wearing a gorgeous gown you saw her on the float on Prince's <laughs> float
2: was that the first time we saw her just so everyone knows the rest of us were mouthing to each other what fuck is
1: rista, is rista. <laughs> so rista we haven't seen since episode 1 but uh, rista mm. is the character that woke you up titan on, oh
3: that's why that name was familiar mm. that's right
1: and and rista's running towards you and says titan there you are i i was looking all over for you. Are you okay? You, Prim said that you needed help. Where's Where's house, Mother?
0: Is she still on the float? She's on the, the float. Is the parade still happening?
1: It is. They restarted something strange, Titan. That's why we're in the parade right now. I mean, none of us can figure out exactly what's going on. but There are someone, armies coming. Well, yeah, There's the Koro army is coming from Typhon Head. There are two armies coming. What do you mean two
0: armies? We arrived. One.
3: Plus one is two. There's two and Joe's not trying to be sassy. She's literally like no, but one there's two of them, which means one times two is two, and it's like, okay,
1: no, I get I get what two armies <laughs> means. Are you oh. trying to tell me somebody else is attacking?
3: No, so we don't know. We okay. don't, yeah. I mean, it looks like just based on their colors that it's the Koros coming from both sides, but what do you know? You're saying what? that something is gonna happen if something I happens. Hi, on the I'm, parade I'm Rista. I, Hi, Rista. I, I, I'm
0: Erica Lux Prim. broke into the house. What I point no. to the unconscious
1: body in, in. I lower my
2: arms a little to show her.
1: Oh my! She walks over and she like grabs Erica by the face to turn the her face towards her so she can see and oh my the gall and throws her face back into your arms. <laughs> what the fuck did she want? I um hold up the key. You you got to be kidding me! You've got to okay. There isn't time for this. I don't know what the fuck she wanted to do with that, but we really should what, what what is it what is it that oh it's the key of opening
0: okay i'm uh, i'm i'm gonna act like i don't know what that means um for you know the for the sake of those who don't so like you okay let's walk and it. talk okay,
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you start walking back towards the square with rista and she begins to tell you a story
2: Mm. Uh, oh, story time. We love it. <laughs> Exposition.
1: And this is stuff that, Titan, you might have heard snippets of references to certain people that are in this story, but she tells you that Erica, who was one of Prim's closest friends, was very close with both Prim and Prim's lover, popular. Oh, and What an incredible name. <laughs> and... This was in the days before, basically, Rista looks at you and kind of gives you a side eye and mm-hmm. she reaches up and scratches her ear and you see right behind her earlobe is a tattoo of a black fist in a red circle. Yeah. And she's kind of, well, she's kind of giving you a side eye. Like, are you yes. in the know? Yeah, Did- yeah.
0: T- Titan doesn't have one of the tattoos, but like does like a power to the people like and, and nods their head. Mm-hmm.
1: wrist and knots and in the no and she smiles and says okay so this was in the this was before we were part of the and raises her fist this is when basically we were just trying to get by and there was a big job basically erica figured out that the key of opening she figured out where it was and where we could get it and she came to prim and popular was excited by the idea because the key of opening, I mean, once you have it, you can go anywhere. It gets through any lock. It'll just open any door for you. And Are we
0: talking like metaphorically or physically? Cause it's like- I mean, kind of like both, It's like, love an open door. Or like, like literally like it can make you, get you into rooms that you couldn't get into like as a metaphor, like- More physically. But I mean, once you've physically gotten
1: there, then you're metaphorically there too, right? (laughs) You're not wrong, sister. So anyway, it was a big job, and we were all excited about it, but Prim was cautious, and Prim said no. Erica and Popular, though, they decided to do it anyway. They did the job. They got the key, but Popular got caught. And Erica, Erica skated. She came back, and Prim was furious and Prim said that they had to get Popular out Erica wouldn't do it (gasps) Popular got carted off who knows where but in in imprisoned somewhere that isn't here
0: how long ago was this
1: years Mm. years ago
0: and so Prim's just had this key this relic this ticking time bomb locked up in the proper house all this time
1: yeah and the the kicker is, is that Erica didn't tell Prim that they had gotten the key until it was too late. They had a window of a few days where Popular was still in town. They probably could have sprung her. But Erica was too embarrassed about the fact that she had gone and done the job without Prim's permission and kept it secret. When Prim found out, I mean... Let's just say their friendship was never the same. Erica left town pretty quick after that. Well, she's back. Yeah, so and anyway, I can't I...
0: say that it can't be a coincidence that she decided to come and uh reclaim what she thought was hers on the day of this the parade and also the day where there were just happened to be two armies coming to Stormhaven.
1: Yeah, no, that's a really, I don't, that's a good point. Um,
3: So was it like an epic battle for this key between the two of them or did she get booted out?
1: She basically got booted. I mean, she didn't have any power. It was Prim's house, you know. Hmm. Once Prim found out that she had the key, she tried to make up, gave Prim the key, said, I'm sorry, at least we got this. Prim said, oh, at least we got this. Popular's gone. Let's just say the apology didn't go over well. I can't imagine how it would.
3: I can't believe that they've not looked for her. I mean, if we have this key, it feels like we could get Popular out of prison by using this key that opens any door. No, that's
1: the thing. Popular's gone. Hmm?
2: I was just going to share that if they do not know where he is, I imagine that it is hard. Did Erica and Popular not like each other?
1: Oh, no, they were pretty close too. I think Erica just, you know, got kind of scared, got kind of, just wanted to protect yourself, I think.
2: The light does not shine brightly upon her.
1: And she looks to you and says, but I mean, that's a lot of backstory about our house and our, our fucked up drama. But you three seem pretty tight two
0: near death experiences will do that
1: yeah i suppose so you encountered death a few times
0: it seems like truly hours ago we left to just help some people who were thirsty <laughs> and now we're trying to prevent two armies from sandwiching our hometown
3: we battled a guy with snakes for a bottom half <laughs> it was truly wild
1: truly a really snake wild. bottom
3: yeah we okay. are just trying to
2: help
1: yeah, well, you're doing a great job. I mean, do you have a name for your for your show yet? <laughs> what do you call yourselves?
2: We are all followers of Sulia. <laughs> no,
1: don't <laughs> listen to her. <laughs> don't don't no, no, no,
0: no, no. Snake bottoms.
1: No, no, <laughs>
0: no. I insist Snake the bottoms? sun be involved.
2: The sun. I look at <laughs> both of
0: you. You really can't force these things. Yeah. You
4: know.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, it's true. But, you know, when we make the show poster, we got to have something to put on it. And, uh, <laughs> and just about that time is when you are coming back in view of the square. And you see the crowd splayed out in front of you, overflowing into this little street that you're in right now. And out of the crowd pops a small gnomish man who is bustling his way (laughs) out of the square and Joe you see your father coming towards you
3: I run after him dad J- joe and i pick him up joe, and oh. Oh.
1: <laughs> joe oh my gosh oh
3: dad it's oh. been oh. wild oh it's my been gosh
1: days. where were you
3: and i'm opening up my fanny pack <laughs> and i'm just like i'm showing him like look at this water that we tested look at oh. this brooch oh, that we wow. found look at this That's crystal very... that i found oh. in this lake
1: like we have to look at this stuff that in the crystal lab. looks just like the one that uh that i that i got from the th- those people oh, right yes um uh, but wait 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 wait! wait.
3: But, but and there are two armies. Oh, that's the important thing, Dad. There are two armies that are coming. Oh, and I have this letter from Mom that I opened, but I didn't think he'd really mind. And I hand him the letter. Um, he takes the letter from, from my you, mother. He,
1: he he looks a little shocked and says, "Wait, I was going to tell you about an army." There's a.
3: What do you know about army? the army?
1: Well, uh, so there's there's this this man. I I think I might have mentioned him. To you right before you left, which by by the way, I don't mind if you stay the night at your friend's house, but please just let me know when. Yeah, sorry, you're to, not you gonna know, be things
3: home got out of hand for sure.
1: And uh, uh okay, well, we'll talk about that later. But but th- th- this this man, uh, Burl Burl Evlon, is his name, and
4: mm-hmm. he, he
1: he told me that there is an army coming and that we need to get out of town right away. Other, otherwise, we might be embroiled in some kind of I know, who knows siege.
3: Did. Question. Did we know that Burl knew about an army? I mean, okay. You know that Burl
1: talked to Daphne and Carl. Yeah, but we've not
3: seen Burl ourselves since we found out about the armies because that was like back in. Okay. Okay. Wait. So Burl, what did Burl, is Burl raising the alarm? I don't understand what Burl has Oh uh,
1: how yeah in a it. way yes he's 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 kind of executing um the last evacuation there's there's a ship in harbor the the noble flounder and so he's bought me a ticket uh, so I can get, and I, I think I can get. Uh, he, he would get you one too, and and uh, maybe your friends. Hello, friends. Um.
3: Ah, uh, this is my dad, Edo. This is e- Jasu and Titan Yabu. I
1: think I think uh, I gave you some hard-boiled eggs. Uh, if, if if memory serves yes. correctly, yes. Yes. Wow, that feels like truly a year ago. <laughs>
2: <laughs> May the light ever shine upon you, good what sir. Is,
3: what is the scene around us now? I mean, like. So yeah, has everyone fled? Because now, since we've left the parade, they are evacuating. Or is he insinuating that this evacuation has already? Oh been no, underway? no,
1: the the parade is going on. I don't know that what's going on over there. They're they're just celebrating. I but Burl Burl was kind enough to come find me at, at, at my friend's house, and so and so they they are all uh, making efforts to to evacuate themselves. But uh, you, you know, I how do you know Burl? Oh, Burl sought me out for my my research. <laughs> yeah, you see, he's uh hes offered me a job,
4: and that, a that's job? the other thing that
1: I want to tell you, Joe. Yeah, um, I know it's kind of you know, rough circumstances to to tell you this, but he's—he's he's offered me a job in Anger on Mir. What's the job? Well, continuing my research, but fully funded, where where I could I could really explore the the possibilities of of what we could do if if we if we could source magical energy in a sustainable way. And Dad, you
3: didn't pass on your research to this guy, right? Well,
1: well, you know, just the abstracts and things.
3: So like you verbally told him, but you didn't actually pass on the specifics about how any of this works, right? Well, it's all,
1: it's, it's all up here. I can't pass, okay, pass on okay. the specifics. Okay, okay.
3: I just want to make so sure that. you're getting yours and you're not just handing over all of your secrets Papa. to this guy oh, that's you kind think of suspicious. You're right.
1: He's a capitalist. He's from the federal yes. right. Enterprises.
0: So, yeah. Papa, let me let me just let me lay a little something, something down on you, Daddy. Yes. So... I have reason to speculate that Country Bay, AKA Burrow, was paying people to jack as many of these little crystals as possible and probably paid two people to uh, try to steal the one that uh, your daughter is currently in possession Mm -hmm. of. Luckily, um, you know, she was in the company of people who are ride or die, Um, so, She still has it on her person, but <clears throat> if she had been by herself holding one of these little crystals
1: Rista says I don't know. Oh, the rider dies. I like it.
2: <laughs> it does not include the sun. <laughs> it does not include the sun.
1: He he says Oh, are you are you talking about I, I saw I saw Burl talking to two uh I mean I hesitate to call them Scrubs. Well, I mean I, don't I actually scrubs. think that they're the ones that sold me. What that was that
4: angel like voice from the heavens?
1: They sold you what? That crystal that you have, Joe. I think I think they're the ones that scavenged it out of the <gasps> out of the stream to begin with. I mean I I don't necessarily think that they have everyone's best interests at heart and I'm sorry that they tried to steal it from you, but they seem like I don't know misdirected children
3: when oh, are you under the impression then okay so many questions dad <laughs> yeah. so
1: many questions in so little time
2: i have an unconscious woman in my arm yeah that's okay. right we I gotta guess give maybe pin in it daddy, for later daddy daddy yeah. you want to walk a talk uh
1: well i i have to go pack but but, but i suppose i could what S-
2: you should stay with us, I believe.
1: Okay, okay, Joe. What? What? What is? What is this letter from your from your mother? What does this say?
3: Oh, it, well, basically, she wants you to go to Angramir. Wait, um, oh, what? Okay, yeah, just read the letter while we. Walk and talk, Dad, because we need to find Prim. Mm,
0: walking, talking, and reading the letter? Ooh, yeah, we're multitasking.
3: Smart. We are multitasking. We need to keep trying to find Prim and okay. deal with the current issue at hand, which is this evil woman that Jasu is holding. Uh, uh-huh. And yeah, so these boats, though, when when are these boats going?
1: Burl said midnight at the latest. But, okay, okay, you know, if okay. If they can get rigged sooner, they'll, they'll probably leave sooner.
0: Ain't that sus, Papa? That you somebody offers you a job
1: and says, okay, but you got to leave today? Well, I don't think it was his intention that we had to leave today. It's the fact that there's armies coming and that there, there might be an embargo all right, all or, right, or, you, you know, right. I. but you say that there are armies. So, Two of So them. that wasn't alarmist. Yeah. That was which, true.
3: And I kind of look over to my companions and it's like, I mean... Depending on how things shake out, leave evacuating doesn't seem like a crazy plan. Sure
1: doesn't.
2: We need to evacuate everyone though. Everyone
1: yeah. who wants everyone. to go. One? Well, that this is a big city. I just don't know if that's I okay,
0: I understand. I understand like yes, everybody can't go, but like People should have the information to be able to make their own decisions. Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: no, that I I agree with. Yes, an informed populace is, you know, this is this is one of the reasons, Joe, why your mother and I have have never really been fans of of living here in this, in this backwards nation. Uh, you know, a place like Pure would would suit our principles much much more, I think. Pure is wonderful. Ha! Uh-huh. Have you been? It is where I grew up. Oh my gosh! Well, that's uh. That's amazing! I can't wait to talk to you more about that. But so, you want me to come back into the square with you right now?
2: Yeah.
3: Okay.
1: And uh, and your entourage grows larger as you <laughs> enter. Of course, it
2: has so many it's <laughs> the voice.
0: we could talk to any th- any of them at any time. How I does find that a feel, random buddy? child and and drag them by the hand. So they join <laughs> us that. <too. laughs> things getting a little spicy in Rakatama, let's take a moment to cool off and give a big thank you to all of our patrons. Thank you, sweeties and a big shout out to two of house mother prims favorites steve and andrew steve we love you baby andrew you looking fly as ever and for those of you looking for a little in-person time with the critters come check us out at Hole con coming up october 19th through 22nd in madison wisconsin okay i think i've cooled off enough let's get it heated back up and get back to the show and
1: you enter the square. It is brimming with people. There are people pouring I talk to all of them.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I talk to the
2: five oh, nearest people near us. Why <laughs> oh, hi
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> people are wearing crop tops and a very sh- short.
2: It's a gay ass city.
4: Mm, short. It
1: is a festival. It it's feels like Wednesday, there is. It's honey. Exactly feels like there is more energy here than there was before, and definitely more than this festival normally has, those of you that have been here years previous. Uh, The parade itself has made its way across the Sudden Flow River on one little bridge, and they are now making their way across the far side along the promenade. Before then, some of them in the lead are coming back across on another bridge, a little ways downstream. The floats and people in the beginning of the parade are just beginning to arrive at their final resting place, which is on the east side of the square, where you know that they will all present themselves Mm. in the float contest. There are people everywhere that are spilling out of windows. They're on top of buildings. There are even people who've climbed on top of the fountain in the middle of the square. And as you are fighting your way through the square, trying to find a place to stand you realize that the fountain itself is probably the only spot where people are not standing, meaning in the water. So if you wanted to find a place where you could stand and see what was going on, you might need to go get wet. Sure. Wow. <laughs> wow. Looks like we're at the fountain. And this fountain. Yeah. Do we uh, know?
0: Is this like a special fountain? Is it? Is it magical or is it just like? a nice fun fountain in, in Stormhaven that's you know a landmark.
1: Yeah, it is it is somewhat of a landmark and I think you've all seen it before. Um but I think it takes on slightly new meaning now because the sculpture in the middle of the fountain out of which water is flying high into the sky is a huge dragon. <gasps> oh, old stormbones. Old stormbones <laughs> which and so as you as you break through the people and finally get some breathing room, you step into this fountain and you realize this is a rendition of the dragon whose lair you investigated only a few days ago at Tempest Top. And you see the distinct uh, broken horn, one a single broken horn of, of storm bones. Mm-hmm. And seeing the dragon here, it makes you think about Tempest Top and so you your gaze turns toward the storm crest, which you can see toward the southwest. And you see mm-hmm. the mountain range there high above the town of Longstrom. But from here you mm-hmm. can't really see the town or the road because the whole lower section of the peninsula are blocked. Mm. And as you as you look at the floats, you see Prim standing atop the gorgeous red and black striped float toward the back of the line, making her way down the promenade on the far side of the river.
2: Great. Okay. Is the parade? Just so I'm so clear, the parade is sort of at its end and it's about to be the competition or is the parade still very much going on? Uh,
1: The parade is finishing up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody has seen all the floats now and they're kind of circling up and about to line up for the competition.
2: Is
0: is Prim within 120 feet?
1: Interesting. No, not when she's across the river. Not yet. She will be when she gets back onto this side of the river. Okay. Uh, Or you could fight your way to get closer.
0: This is like we're at this fountain. mm -hmm. Throngs of people waiting to see this judging, essentially to see see the end of this competition. Yeah, and I'm just
2: holding an unconscious woman in my arms. Totally normal.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh gosh. (laughs) Um, Yeah. People give you some stares. They give you some funny looks as you're carrying. She's sleeping. So, <laughs> she,
0: um, you know, you know, they some people don't know how to handle their queens, their lookers. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, well, that's true. got after it a little too early. This one, <laughs>
3: I'm helping the light shine upon her. I look at, like, taking realizing for the first time that this is old Stormbones, which I feel like I probably knew that it was a dragon fountain, but now after meeting Yama, this statue, I feel like has a bit more like mm-hmm. awe to mm-hmm. it a bit like yeah. thinking about that Yama was there so I guess can I just like is there a check I Give should be doing in check. this
4: yeah.
0: fountain <gasps> while that's happening I would, I
3: would also <gasps> just like to. Ooh, I rolled go a 20 which Natural like in this t- fountain I wish maybe didn't need to be a 20 but um, I'm excited about it either way
1: I, were you saying something Titan
0: while that's happening I would, I would also just like to check in with my um, baton um, as we're I know it's like oh, I know yeah. the statue is the statue is not is not old sto- storm
1: Is that like made with yeah. pieces of them, mm-hmm. or is it?
2: <laughs> mm. no. I know it's not, but is it?
1: Uh, uh, you don't think so, or at least not, not in that way, because mm. your staff predates the, the right, dragon right, right, coming. Right. Just I'll give quick refresh since it's been a while since we have talked about this. The dragon appeared about three hundred years ago, yeah. And before the dragon appeared, the Koros had the power in this region. And that was their staff. The Tempest Bringer belonged to the Koros. You found the staff locked up in that tower. They haven't had it, the staff, right. since the dragon came. So it, it's kind of a long lost family heirloom for the Koros. It's mine. So <laughs> Joe, it was. It matches my outfit. <laughs> so, Joe, you roll it, Nat 20? I rolled perception?
3: a Nat 20. So, yeah, a 22. Great. Then
1: maybe it's because you know this sculpture better than anybody else here you grew up here and you realize that there's a symbol on the chest of the dragon a symbol that you never paid much attention to before the sculpture has been refurbished many times and so it looks not brand new but it looks good you know it looks like a a well-maintained sculpture Mm. but this etching in the chest looks old it doesn't look like anybody has been refurbishing this etching. The the shape is almost gone because, you know, the rain has just worn it away over the years. But as you look closer, it is unmistakably the same symbol as the symbol on Jasu's hand.
4: Uh, oh, it's
3: dark. Um, so I'm I I'm running my fingers across this statue uh, like uh, across this uh, is it small I guess or <laughs> like how big I guess um, I'm imagining it's not something that's giant but I'm I
1: mean, the, the statue is quite large yeah but you, you can you can reach up and touch this this etching on its chest okay yeah, yeah so
3: I'm noticing this etching for the first time and I have to imagine yeah and I look over at Jasu and at their hand, and I'm kind of just like you know going back and forth one to the other trying to make out if this looks the same or not. But I think that just because I'm touching the statue while looking at Jasu's hand, like it's clear to Jasu that I am seeing a resemblance between mm.
4: mm-hmm.
3: her hand and this statue without me needing yeah. to like vocalize
2: that. Yeah. No, she's okay. Um uh, just
4: start talking to the <laughs> random people
1: beside <laughs> me. Do do you see it, Jasu? Do you clock it?
2: Ah, uh, let's see. I'll let the dice tell us. Uh, I rolled a nine.
1: Nine total. Okay, what you see is uh, another f- familiar face, Malaya, uh, sitting on the far side of the of the fountain uh, with Oramaya. Oramaya has his dirty bathrobe. Still? Sweaty Incredible. undershirt. Incredible. Tight briefs, and he's sitting on the edge we of the fountain.
2: Titan got a million outfits. there <laughs> <laughs> Truly. This person is still in their bathrobe,
1: <laughs> uh, and Malaya is helping him wash his face because his nose is broken and bleeding. Oh, and that wasn't us, was it? <laughs>
2: <Mm-mm>. <laughs> no, he was supposed to go talk to the oh, to, uh, fam. to
1: family members. Malaya looks up and and sees you and says, "Oh my gosh, what's going on? You have you have so many people with you. You have a dead body." We rolled. This is not.
2: This person is not dead. What happened to Oramaya's nose?
1: Uh, Malaya stands up and kind of puts her ha- hand on Oromiah's head and leans away and says, "Well, did you see, he, he ran toward the duke's floats, but a, a a guard stepped in between oh, him and and yeah, you know, kind of looked like a raving mad man. Anyway, he he tried to get past the guard." And the next thing I saw was just his head snapping back and him mm. dropping to the ground. I, it, yes. He's doing a little bit better now, but he's still not feeling too hot. Is he?
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, hopefully we can reconnect him with his family soon. But
3: So the moral of that story is no one's talked to the Duke.
1: Correct. Okay. Yeah, the Duke mm. is there. And you look, and the final float in this parade is a giant throne sculpture thing on Mm. top of these carts it's highly decorated blue and white and there's a little staircase leading down from the front of this huge ridiculously large chair and next to it there are two smaller chairs at which are sitting two knights one sitting in each chair Mm -hmm. one is dressed in blue and the other in yellow Oh goodness!
2: Aren't those Coro colors? Well, the
1: yellow is Coro. The blue is Delargo. It is distinctly Coro yellow. Wow! And it is just about this moment when you see that these floats are all lining up. Uh, the first big float in the contest was the the multiple floats with the circus troupe, and you know it really was a quite the spectacle before it was engulfed in flames and they've continued on and I think that might be part of why the people are so excited because even in spite of going up in flames that float decided to keep going. You see a, a sign on the side. The show
0: must go <laughs> on. Exactly. Really, really a toxic attitude Sometimes yeah. <laughs> <'Cause> you're sick. <laughs> you, know.
1: you see a sign uh, on the side of the float now that you're, the angle is better that says uh, Atum's Witnesses. And uh, Rista leans over and says, You know, I really I did enjoy their performance, but I think the Latter Day of Saints would have been better. I I just uh you know, like they they're they're my favorite of the denominational circus troops.
0: <laughs> Honestly. I, that was my truly one of my first awakenings was to the latter day saints. We can talk about awakenings it later.
2: for.
1: I'll go to church for the latter day saints. A
2: tomb. <laughs> I did not no, know the that you were saints.
1: I Remember did not
2: what? know that you were religious.
0: Oh, honey, I go to church. Daily. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I take people Just to Sue church. <laughs> Jasu is shook to her core.
0: <laughs> Daily I go to church, I take people to church. Oh, it is a whole spiritual sensation.
2: You see Jasu's eyes get really excited with the co- like possibility of, you could share with me your religion perhaps with and I think if you have any insight, it's like Jesu saying this, so that way she can start talking to you more about
1: <laughs> her religion. She goes,
2: Finally, Rista, Rista away. knowing nothing
1: about about you, Jesu says, "I mean, come on, Titan hasn't preached for you yet.
2: No, uh-huh. they certainly have not.
1: It's been we've been
0: busy, you know. We again, you know, life or death situations." So I done some praying, and I've definitely preached at some people. They've seen, they've seen me give a sermon or two, but maybe they didn't realize that's what was happening.
1: <laughs> well, your ears must just be a little too small, she says with a.
2: <laughs> I like. Think about the fact that I have the biggest ears here <laughs> and get very
1: confused. Uh, and okay, so uh, you also see, uh, you know, there's a bunch of smaller floats, uh, but then the next standout is the fabulous House of Prim float. Uh, there are not quite as many ladies on it as there were when you saw it before. Clearly, there are, uh, they took off and tried to. It fixed things when shit started going Mm. down. But Prim is still there, poised and proper, looking out at the crowd and waving. And the crowd is loving it. And then there are an assortment of other acts and floats, including a marching band that are all mounted on animals. There are dancers wearing flame-colored taffeta. And there's even a float with that one guy who's trying to make uh, professional sports a thing. Nice.
4: Um, yeah, always. Yeah. Every year. I mean, I don't, even,
1: I don't even
2: live here and I know that that happens every year.
1: Joe's
0: high school uh, boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> and definitely
1: not. One to be. Malaya looks up and says, wait, well, you told me that wasn't a date.
3: <laughs> it wasn't a date.
1: <laughs> and then finally, there is the DeLargo float in the back and they are all in position. And now that every one of them has come to rest... Duke Paltry to steps out to the front of his enormous paltry throne thing. What an awful name! And raises his arms, and uh, and people cheer, and and he tries to quell the cheering, and and motions them down. They're
2: cheering for someone named Paltry. I have no respect. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and uh, the cheers subside easily as he. Steps up as though he is about to speak, and he says, "I'm going to interrupt the program for a moment.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: d- before we get to the final showstoppers I love him. from the contestants in this I
2: was year's wrong. I'll admit it wonderful float
1: contest. Let, let me just say to all the participants, the floats this year are extraordinary, even with." Extraordinary circumstances. Uh, well, well done with with handling that fire. The 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 fire battalion, the, all volunteer based as well. Like to point out. I love him. Did they have a a float this year? No, they didn't. We got to get the fire battalion a, a float next year. Okay. Anyway, um, marry me. I just wanted to take a minute to speak directly to you, my 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 subjects.
2: Never mind. Blech. Divorce.
1: And the sound of <laughs> Joe's. Blech is audible through right. the crowd and uh, everybody kind of looks around people nearby look over to you and this this assortment of people standing directly in the middle of the fountain
3: and i <laughs> point someone to, holding that dead body i like yell <laughs> and i point to jasu and i say she put out the fire not your freaking fire <laughs> brigade Jesus.
1: Uh, okay, well, let's give her a, a, a let's give her a round of applause, then, shall we? A, a, a round of applause to the person who put out the fire. Paltry says, and and people people start to applaud. May
2: the light ever shine upon you. <laughs>
0: And uh, It's a tomb country, baby.
1: <laughs> and he says...
2: I've never been so excited for such a large stage.
1: <laughs> and uh, and he says, Oh, it is, it is always such a joy standing up before all of you, my loyal subjects. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 wouldn't it just be lovely if... If my speech was as I had hoped it would be, a, a celebration of how we are all loyal vassals, together of our one benevolent monarch, Queen Margosa.
0: As as this is happening, can I is yeah. is is Prim within 120 feet of me at this point? She yeah she yeah is. I, I would like to to message uh Prim to be like. Erica's here. She tried to grab the key. Yeah, she. And, see, and
1: wait to see if I get anything back. She sees you, and you see her eyes narrow. And she says, That would be highly unexpected. Hot. Don't do anything rash, darling. Make out with me. And the next thing that comes out of Paltry's mouth is unfortunately, yep. uh, not everyone present today is loyal. <gasps> it has long been common knowledge, I'm sure, that there is an organization of petty criminals that reside <gasps> in our fair Holy city. Holy shit. But... We're gonna have to kill him. Recently, it has been revealed that the sedition is, unfortunately, much deeper. Now, if I told you that the, the purveyor of Stormhaven's favorite pleasure house was a thief... A smuggler, a, a tax evader. You, 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 I'm sure would would smile at that and laugh it off, would you not? I Titan, hearing
0: this, I'm, I'm so sorry. I might be about to, <laughs> to fuck your shit up, Torsten. Go for it. Go for it. Go for hearing it. Hearing this, like st- this line of inquiry going just instinctively looks over at um at this person <laughs> and is like and like mutters under their mouth shut your fucking mouth and casts <laughs> silence nice amazing fuck yeah
2: fuck
4: yeah Ooh, he continues
1: speaking <laughs> um, <laughs> people do start to chuckle at that last little quip um because those accusations don't matter that much to them. Um, <laughs> the more important points that he was about to make, perhaps just through your use of lip reading, you can tell that he's alliterating with P a lot and probably saying things like prim and piracy.
3: Wait, so he's talking or he's not? He's he talking, is, but we can't but hear him. He is,
1: he's talking and it is utterly <laughs> silent. Oh,
3: I got it. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, what's
1: your, is your range? 100, 120 on silence. Amazing. Let's say you're 80 feet from nice. this action right now. The the edge of these floats. Fuck yeah. And Prim takes this opportunity to speak up and sees that he has been silenced and says, my fellow citizens, I had not thought that I should need to interrupt the order of events today and uh, and speak before it was our turn to <laughs> deliver to you the piece de resistance of the House of Prim. I, but since our leader has <laughs> stopped making any sense whatsoever, <laughs> let me share with you what I had wanted to today. And she reaches down and she undoes a clasp at her waist. This is epic. And the dress that becomes the entire float folds down and all of the stripes and pleats Fall into a completely different design mm. away from her, and now she's in a tight little red and black sequin number.
0: Yes.
1: And the fabric on the float itself now depicts a giant black fist on a red <gasps> background. Yep, yep, yep,
2: yep, 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 yep.
1: And she says, Fellow citizens, your current leader is, has been for the past Three days now, aware of an imminent attack from the warlord Baron Koro, and does nothing to stop it. Now, this is merely the final cherry on top of a resume full of unacceptable actions. And you can no longer sit. You can no longer sit by and blindly trust in this lineage based government system. Stand up. Stand up and fight! Resist! Resist the Baron! Resist the Duke! And resist the Queen! Drama. <gasps> <laughs> and uproar goes up from the crowd. Some people shouting, "Who is that? Get her out of here!" I want the Duke back. Other people shouting, "Viva la Revolución!" Yep, yep,
4: yep,
2: yep, 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 yep. Yes,
1: yep, 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 yep. there's our name, <laughs> La Revolución.
2: Where's the sun in that? Amazing. Again, there's no sun involved in that name. La Revol-
1: well, the revolution sun. of the of oh, the Oh, okay. The I could, maybe I could be convinced. <laughs> <laughs> um, how long does silence last? Four Ten hours. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Four hours. Oh my God. Okay, so you see, the Duke has continued rambling, realizes people aren't listening one of his advisors uh, runs up the the stairs and comes to him and and uh, starts tugging on him and uh, what's the size on 20 science? foot radius 20 foot radius and so you see this this whole dumb show happening as they're trying to inform the Duke that he is no longer audible from his float and bring him off of the float finally, they're communicating something. He is moving into position. He gives a hand signal, and the back of his float opens, this giant oh, chair-looking thing. Oh, my gosh. And out walk 12 of his personal guard, and standing up from his seat, one of the knights takes command of this little retinue that walks over to Prim's float and surround it. They are well-armed, Wearing breastplates Fuck. and fine blue and white tabards, and they are carrying glaives. What's uh, a glaive? Big sword.
2: Big sword. Okay.
1: Like Think like a spear, but instead of having a point at the top, it's got a sword. Hmm. And uh, Sir Galavane, who is the commander of the Duke's Guard, steps up to Prim and draws his finger along his throat, like, cut it out. And Prim... Quiets and looks down at him and the Duke has found a space where he can speak from again. He's clamoring up on it's gotta be. He's clamoring up on the the yep. professional yep. athletes. Yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. I was gonna say <laughs> it has to be.
1: He's Prim Prim we we will have no more of your rabble rousing. You you know you know how to 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 get a a crowd incensed and 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 lead a mob. We know that, but but there, we won't have any more of it. No no more of of, of any of your treachery. Now and, and, and what was that that people are telling me that you just you just suggested that Baron Coro is threatening an invasion. This isn't the first time that I've I've heard that suggested. No, but it's absurd. Okay, I mean if that were the case, then why would the ambassador? to the baron general cargo have arrived this morning as an honored guest at our festival and you see the other knight rise and clamor up on this float as well and um kind of wave a little bit at the at the crowd.
3: I just I don't know if anyone can hear me cuz I'm sure it's like a crowded area but I think to that I just yell, "You're an idiot. We <laughs> saw the two uh, we saw the armies coming from both sides. We will be attacked."
1: Who who, who is that?
3: Who? Uh Joe Josephina Wick yes hello i live here what lies are you to we saw the so, army everyone somebody,
1: we uh, saw guards,
3: the army guards crowd. you can't deny it
1: and you see there is an opening forming between the front <laughs> of this of this crowd between the floats and you as as people are parting to see this this young woman who's shouting at the duke
2: i place down the woman in my arms, on I give her, I give her to like Oromire or something stupid, like just like <laughs> hand her off, and I step uh-huh. forward and I say, "I am a ambassador of Suleon. I am the prophet of Suleon. I am an ambassador here from Pure, and I can attest to this woman's truth."
1: Wait, what would you? Oh. oh.
2: And and your cousin Oramaya, who is here. Hello,
3: Oramaya, stand up. He saw the armies.
1: Oramaya s- hears his voice. He's still kind of dazed. Doesn't <laughs> know what's going on, but he is so happy to be the center of attention and stands up. Oh, cousin, a oh, cousin. I, I've been I've been trying to find you all day. It's so good to see. Tell tell them tell them you saw the armies. He he gets a little woozy and has to sit back down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm still a bit lightheaded. Up. Two, ar- two, army- two armies, there are two armies, yes. Two, two armies. <laughs> and Paltry's eyes begin to narrow a bit and he looks out and, Oromia, what, what are you doing here? You're supposed to be in, in Typhon Head. And Oromia says, oh, yeah, no, there's an army Came okay, wearing yellow like, like that guy. Yes, oh, yes, and yes. points at General Cargo. And General Cargo, who... Titan, Titan,
0: like, having seen this happen, seizes on the opportunity and says, yes, that's right, a bunch of knights in yellow coming to attack an orphanage. Yes, y'all know it was at the end of that road, an orphanage, armies, men riding on horseback coming to slaughter poor, defenseless orphans. Can you
2: believe it?
1: Jesus. And Jesus Christ. And the people begin to get incensed.
2: Yeah. You just call the children out. The children the children why is no one thinking about the children no one thinks about the children no one thinks about the children
1: and you speak you say you tell them there are children in need and they immediately foist over everyone, all of their coins says,
2: the children they start tearing but their clothes off a, they start yeah. throwing children. themselves in the river the children
1: and 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 prim takes the opportunity and and prim says now is not the time to tell the Duke how you feel. Now is the time to raise the alarm. Go to the gates. The armies will be here imminently. It is up to us, the people of Stormhaven, to protect Stormhaven. And people start taking off out of the square towards the gates in either direction. And as things are starting to clear out, the Duke is still standing there with his guards following their orders right in front of Prim's float. There are guards in front of Primsville. that's what you're saying. yeah, so
2: yeah, who's cleared out at this point? Can you say
1: it? Uh, so yeah, so the crowd is starting to clear out. Mm-hmm. so the people are heading toward both the East gate and the West gate. Mm-hmm. Now that everybody has been made aware that there are two armies coming, Eto looks at you and says, well, done Joe, you you've you've helped to save <laughs> I think to you've helped save the day, I think
3: Thanks, Dad.
2: Eto. <laughs> Please watch over this woman, and I point to the unconscious body that is currently in the lap of, Malaya, most likely since Oramaya got up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Eto nods. Yeah, yes.
2: She is not to be trusted.
1: And you see that several of that there's there's clearly been some coordination. You Rista has moved over and uh, and met up with. Eevee and they've chatted a little bit and it seems like some of the members of the resistance are headed off to help coordinate the the crowd and give them guidance, but some have stayed and are forming a bit of an arc around this whole standoff situation on the floats.
2: I look to you, Titan. Titan
0: starts to walk towards the float that is... Carrying the the Duke, mm-hmm. which is now not the float with the knights on it, right?
1: No, the knights are surrounding Prim's float. Right. That's where um, Titan or, walks. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. The one knight's the head of the guard, is part of the group that's surrounding Prim's float. The other one, the one wearing yellow, a general cargo, is standing right next to Paltry the Largo. Uh,
0: fuck. Titan walks up towards the float that Paltry is standing on and speaks up to them and says, your Highness, there's no need for all of this violence. Why don't you go ahead and tell your mm, little knights to just stand down and cast a uh, charm, person? Amazing! It's a wisdom save. It sure is.
2: And then he dies.
0: And I will. I will also to just
4: stand down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and I will
0: I will do uh, unsettling words to uh, a okay. minus a d six to that roll.
1: Okay, great. Tell me what that is. Minus three. All right, so he gets a negative two.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: so you immediately charm him. Great. You, you cast this right as he is asking the question. He's asking General Cargo. Well, is this, is this true? How could this be? You said that you were here in in full support of the Queen and the systems of power that are in place. And General Cargo looks at him and says, I do indeed. I also told you that I came bearing letters from the Queen. And he reaches into a, a small pouch and pulls out a scroll, hands it over and says, you will recognize the seal of Her Majesty Queen Margosa. And in these documents, I believe you will find that it is perfectly legal that we take occupation of this city. Wow, starting immediately. Wow. What? And Paltry looks over at you because yeah. now you've charmed him and says, mm. "Oh, oh um, I don't believe that I know your name, but um, can you help me make sense of what exactly this, this man is, is telling me? Um, uh, what, what, what do you mean? It's legal for you to occupy the city.
0: I can help you with that. So laws written by people (laughs) in power uh, that help them maintain their power under the guise of equality but really, it's just a structured threat for anyone who's not the people in power. You, for a long time, have been the person in power, the person who the laws benefit. And now this document here is placing you in the position of everyone else. So you are now one of the person, people that the laws apply to, not the people who they
1: benefit. Well, but that... That, that that can't be right i mean that, 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 what who 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 made the who made the law i mean i i i i make the law well the queen makes the laws here, but i mean wh- why would yeah oh right, yeah, mm-hmm. shit, wow, I
0: literally saw a what looks like it, there's some sort of bulb shape above your head and it's glowing with light. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it just appeared there as you put those things together.
1: And as this is happening, he also heard your uh, your request to tell the guards to stand down. And he puts his hand up and he and he waves his hand and Sir Sir uh, c come here, please. I I need you to to to, to help me make sense of this. Um, and the knight nods at his guards who stand at attention with their glaives no longer pointing them in Prim's direction and uh, and Sir Gallivane comes over as well to have a little conference with his liege and, uh, and Sir Gallivane takes, the, takes the, these documents from the general mm. and begins to look them over.
0: I messaged Prim to say, they got the lawyers involved. It's all buttoned <laughs> up. We got a boogie. She messages you back. She says,
1: what do you mean? The lawyers in, in favor of whom?
0: The queen who is apparently in favor of the Koros. They got a document that's saying this whole takeover is legal.
1: Oh, We had a rumor of a new edict that the queen was about to ratify. Interesting. There is much more that I need to tell you about this, but I fear that this may not be the optimal place.
0: Back to the house then?
1: Yes, that seems like the best place to go at the moment.
0: Great. I'll gather la révolution and we'll meet you there.
1: Yeah, before
3: we depart the square, I think I have a letter in my bag that's for the Duke from yeah. jeer.
1: Yeah, you absolutely do.
3: <laughs> and so I uh, am gonna still hand off that letter to him because I can't open it, right? I mean, I want to open it, but
1: you, I... you think that it would have been hard because there yeah. are magical awards and things.
3: Okay, th- that's fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna hand off this letter to him either way.
1: Great. Okay, so... Uh, I still
3: don't like you, and I hand P- him Paltry the Paltry looks
1: at you and says, Oh, an- another letter. Is this, one, d- is this one taking more things from
3: me? I don't know. Why don't you read it and tell us? <laughs> is this uh, one he's... taking
2: more things from me? What a big baby.
1: And he looks uh, somewhat stupefied as he reaches down and cracks it open. And give me a perception check.
3: A seven, or a nine.
1: Okay, you that are gray. not <laughs> able to catch any of the content as he is reading it, but what you do see is the crest of the Honori House of Learning. Yeah. <sighs> and with that, as you are gathering the resistance, La Revolucion, Ride or Die, in the center of the square, as people have cleared out... And Prim strides off of her float between these soldiers that have been told not to lay a finger on her and starts walking back toward her house. You hear a cry go up from the west in the direction of the Stormcrest and Typhon Head. And you look and you see around the bend the first part of the road that is visible from town the outriders of yeah. the first section yeah. of the Coral Army that will be no. reaching what? the gates of the city.
4: Yeah.
1: And that is where we will end yeah. our session. Oh, oh my god. Right,
3: oh oh
2: my, my god. <laughs>
0: All
2: right, everybody.
1: Should we hop into some dirty crits? Dirty crits. Dirty crits.
2: Crit. Crit.
1: Crit. Ooh.
2: I have a list of things that I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to talk crib. about all of these. Amazing. I can't wait.
1: Well, I can't wait to talk about them, too. <laughs>
2: okay. Well, my list was, number one, Titan. The fuck? Almost killed in a person. Wow. Incredible. <laughs> I will love that. We have to talk about it. Number two, I put seeing things in the hometown, like not noticing like things that are just everyday occurrences, and then mm. when you start visiting mm-hmm. or you all of a sudden do... You go to all the tourist things that you never go sure. to. Three, adult question mark. Like you're how old are you, Joe? Why does your dad need to know when you're doing sleepovers? Like what <laughs> is happening? <laughs> and then number four is friend group. Ah, we have a little friend group. And it's Joe it's a uh, Jasu's first friend group. And so I think that Jasue is gonna be very excited about all of that. But yeah, those are the things I wrote down.
4: Maybe
1: that's the name. We're friend group. <laughs>
2: friend
1: group. But it doesn't that's have to first Fine. friend group. Amazing. Yeah. Well Which one of those items should we start with? Because (laughs) that seems like we need to talk about those things. Which you're talking about Titan almost killing Erica?
2: Yeah. Seeing Mm. red, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Seeing red. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: What was that like?
0: Yeah. It's like, you know, because again, Titan doesn't know Erica, just knows about Erica. But like, Erica came in, like, red Titan, and then like Mm. took this thing from. uh, you know, Titan's mentor, mother figure, like the one of the most important, if not the most important person in Titan's life and took this valued possession and has already committed violence against someone. So like Titan is just like this person was excommunicated and has come in here throwing hands and they lost, but yeah. done. You're done.
2: Mm. Titan's um, cutthroat. <laughs> yeah. Titan is caught throat.
0: Yeah. And because and it, it's like, I think that a lot, like for me slash Titan, like a lot of things were coming up that it's like the permission to just like unleash upon somebody is something that I think is like both scary and exciting for both Joshua and for mm. Titan. Yeah. That it's like, okay, does this person fit the criteria? Of like me not needing to care about them, what happens to them. And, like, yeah. Erica, in this moment, is like really, like, you know, as close. I think if if Titan had had any interactions with her before that were like even like personally bad for Titan as well, like probably it would be Dunskis. you know. Mm. Mm. But I think there was also, like, just like the little. Voice in the back of Titan's head being like, "This person has information that we need. Like, I really, like, I want to know why she was here before Mm. I take her out. But like, I think Titan still is like, we're killing this person. Mm. But like, we need them to need her to talk first. Maybe, like, maybe not. Because it's like, again, it was like seeing Red. It's like, oh, let's do this now. Yeah. But like, they didn't. So I think." When Erica wakes up, I don't think Titan is still going to be like, "Well, no, you have to die." But it's like mm. in that moment, it was like, "I think I would be justified. Like nobody would think twice about me killing you. so I prop that probably means I should
2: mm. and could mm. Mm. yeah, yeah, it it does feel like just knowing mm. you, Joshua the human, mm. uh, I think it it definitely feels like an emotional release from you because in everyday life, Joshua is very, very kind and does so much work to never be annoyed at people who you could be annoyed with. Um, And (laughs) It's just like, yeah, okay, so you've said that and now you've said it, and I'm now going to do a whole bunch of work for you in order to make it seem like what you've said is not Truly nightmarish, um, and pretend that uh, we're all going to be able to move on here. And I just, I, what I loved about this was you were like, no, this person sucks. So I'm going to fucking kill <laughs> <tell> them. <laughs> so that was, yeah. 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 That's what I kept thinking every time when we, well, while we were doing the interaction, I was like, yeah, you go for it, Joshua.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I'll just echo that back a little bit. One of the things that's always struck me about you, Joshua, is that. I almost feel like something flips in your eyes about people when it's like, oh, I no longer take you seriously, Mm -hmm. Mm. but it's real life. And so like they're dead to you. You don't have to kill them. It's just like (laughs) they no longer require any energy. Mm -hmm. And what I think has always stood out to me about it is that it feels from the outside and I don't know how it feels to you on the inside, but from the outside, it feels like you don't waste any energy on them anymore that's right like it no longer stresses you out and that's really awesome that's yeah.
0: I mean honestly that's exact that's that's exactly right that it's like oh I'm not gonna put any more energy into this yeah and so it's like you could you could uh-huh. literally say you could say whatever and as I'm just like I don't have any I'm not placing any value on it anymore so mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Yeah. except
2: when you have to like in work situations yeah, which right. is why that's I think right. it's an emotional release right now totally. of just yeah. like or, uh, or generally when you're working, like if you're in a situation in which you're having to, okay, like in, uh, in friend life, this person would be dead to me, I would just stop talking to them. Mm-hmm it doesn't matter to me whether or not they're there or not because they no longer affect my mental well-being. That's different in a works environment where you actually have to engage with them over and over again Mm -hmm. and do some work for them even though you're like, no, you suck as a person and I don't understand why Mm -hmm. you're sucking. i have to do the emotional work to figure out why you suck, Um, but I kind of have to because we have to work together. Mm
4: -hmm. Um, And so
2: it felt, yeah, yeah, that's what I was feeling in that moment where you were like, Erica mm-hmm. is dead. I was yeah. like, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> that sounds correct. <laughs>
0: and you know, the nature of my work is usually that like even if there are there's someone who I have to do a lot of emotion labor for, like I'm only going to be working with them for a couple of months mm-hmm. and then they'll be gone mm. you know yeah. so that's one of the things i think about yeah. like if i were to ever do a different kind of thing if i were to be at like you know mm-hmm. a, a particular kind of job for like you know years on on end and be in the same kind of workplace i'm like i don't know how i would do because it's like i mm-hmm. wouldn't i don't know if i would be able to put up with or really deal with someone who like yeah, you know who I was like, oh, you're. This is too much energy for me to put into like.
2: Yeah.
1: Make things okay for you. Yeah. yeah. I
2: just I admire the off switch because I don't have it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Not to the extent that I would want it.
1: Awesome. What's next on your oh, list? Oh, um, next on
2: my list was well, uh, we can go in a different order because I'm curious to hear from Joe and the adult okay. sleepover stuff because you're mm. an adult and he said you have to tell him about sleepovers and I want to <laughs> know about that. I would like to talk about it.
3: That's so funny to me that you i didn't like really register mm-hmm. that i i think i took it in a different tone so i think what's interesting to me is that like we both heard the same dialogue but probably because of our own individual experiences in our real <laughs> lives like perceived that differently uh-huh. i think that joe took that to mean like we cohabitate together so like I am normally home every day. I'm home every day. I don't go out with friends. I'm working every day. So for if I was ever to not come home, it would be totally something that I would tell my dad, oh, I'm, I'm going mm. out. I'm not going to be back. And that would just be like the respect of living under the same roof, but not because I need permission to do those things versus just mm. having him be in the know. Just like I would want him to do that. For me, because we both take care of each other and look out for each other. So I didn't like view that in what a, was your family life um, like? <laughs> I don't know, buddy, yeah. What is it? Yeah. It's
1: yeah, I mean I don't know. Genuinely that came out of me thinking about what Eto was gonna say and do as the first time that he sees you all again. And it's like it's been days and he mm. like they normally eat every meal mm. together, you know? Yeah. So like He's going to be, like, worried. He's yeah. going to be worried. That's the thing. is He's going to be like, where the- I was worried. I figured you were probably just staying at Malaya's for a few more days, but I still couldn't help but being worried, mm-hmm. you know. And it also wasn't hard to put that in there because I feel like it's – it's not foreign to me to see you have that relationship with your father.
3: Totally for sure. yeah, <laughs> like, yeah you're yeah. just gonna
1: let them know. you're gonna like let them know when what your plans are so that they know what your plans are.
3: Yeah yeah, and it's funny because I feel like the you know as I've gotten older and the parent-child dynamic post college like right after college till now like has continued to evolve. Mm-hmm. And change like the longer you are out of your parents house and so things like when i drive across the country and my dad's like oh text me i will like text me when you you know have just driven 15 hours by yourself i will try so hard to do those kind of things now but like there i'm not good about that type Mm -hmm. of stuff and even when i don't check in there's like there's not consequences (laughs) and there's not even like a phone call the yeah. next day being like, But did you get in, okay? It's like I'll then maybe just talk to him a few days later. and it's like, I obviously got in. okay, because Tor, if I didn't show up, like someone is on the mm-hmm. receiving end or yeah. something. And so I don't find those kind of things overbearing because I know if I don't do them, there's not consequences. and there's not like a harm to the relationship. Mm-hmm. So I just take those things as like being looked after in a lovely. Yeah way. It's like why I tell my girlfriends when they're traveling, you know, just across the city alone at night, like, text me when you get home, because especially if they live alone, it's like there's no one on the receiving Mm. end for me to know if you got there. Okay. But if they don't text, I'm not calling them the next
2: morning being like, you clearly got (laughs) kidnapped. So like, I need to hear your voice. Uh, Courtney, if you're listening, I will call you and assume that you've got kidnapped, so you have to text me. Thank you. Uh, yeah, that's funny. But I guess you're right. It's different because you're living with your dad, which is definitely different. But I just yeah. clocked it and was like, Dad, get out of my yeah, business. No, that's,
4: yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's really... Yeah. And I mean, there probably is something that we could dive into deeper if we were really looking at their relationship about like, oh, how much has... Eto really processed Joe growing up and becoming an adult and how much is Eto just continuing to think of his relationship as the father of, uh, you know, adolescent. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if Eto has really had that, has thought mm-hmm. about that. I think Eto might, like if you all end up going to different places after these events mm-hmm. and if one of you goes to Angron Mir and the other one doesn't, I think that might be a struggle for Eto to be like, Not living with his daughter for the first time.
3: I think, like, yeah, I think that would be a struggle. But when I think about their relationship, I guess Mm -hmm. I don't feel like Eto views Joe, even maybe, and and maybe he does subconsciously. But like, as an adolescence, when like she's keeping their house in order and like his business afloat, so like, I think he just like relies on her Mm -hmm. for a lot of things Mm -hmm. in his life that are like above the responsibilities. Of a daughter, because yeah, she could just leave. Like I could live in my own, my own flat in Stormhaven, you know. But because of the business, and I think I think there is a level though of like codependency. Like there is clearly a level of something that she feels like she has to stay close Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. make sure his life stays afloat, which Mm -hmm. is like an unhealthy element to their relationship. Yeah, totally. But comes out of love, but it's clearly like some codependency. Codependency. Yeah. Codependency.
4: Okay,
2: my I have two others.
4: Yeah. Yes. Uh,
2: one is seeing your things in your hometown, and I, I I don't know if we have to dive into this too much, but it mm. was it just it really touched yeah. me when when you were like, oh, Joe, and now you see this statue that you haven't really seen, and having these other experiences, mm. you see it for the first time, and you notice these mm. details that you didn't notice before. I just thought that that was very sweet and so true because mm. I definitely didn't explore my hometown. Because yeah. I was living there. I mean mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and this is probably the first yeah, this
3: is the first kind of large adventure that Joe has mm-hmm. had. And so I think then it gives her hometown a new glossy look to yeah. it yeah. <laughs> that she maybe wasn't really seeing before because it was just yeah. same old same. On my
2: hometown. Mm-hmm. There
0: was like there I think there was a there was an article uh in the paper about like About vacation clarity, um, that kind of uh, falls into this. That it's like you know, you go to some. This is a recent New York Times. Yeah, yeah, I just said the paper.
2: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) the one paper. paper. Uh, In in the
0: paper, sponsored, sponsored. In the trades, yeah, about like how like you know you go to like it could just be truly another town. Like it might be a town that's set up for people to go vacationing, but it's like you explore it and appreciate in a way that you don't with the place that you live, and it's like. That kind of appreciation and like you need less, you do with less stuff often and it's just like kind of freeing and unburdening to like just be more present with the things that are actually around you than in a need for, I don't know, whether it's stuff or like I don't know. Uh, looking for something that you don't have, and maybe maybe it's because like your t- hometown is a thing that you have, you know, mm-hmm. and like there's something that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know that like where you don't appreciate as much the thing that you have, and just that that something isn't something that you have makes you want to be more curious about it. I don't know. Anyways, sim- yeah. some, some, something mm-hmm. that's going in the air right now. Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay, yeah. we're getting off track. Okay, uh, last and but certainly not least is friend group. Oh, we're a friend group, and this is this is <laughs> just friend Sue's group. first friend group, which is why I think she's so set on having like the sun be involved because she's still convinced that this is going to be a re- little religious group. But like, she's like, I think she's oh, so. I feel excited. I think she like she just feels so excited about the prospect of having friends. Because she hasn't really mm. had those really before, mm-hmm. um, and so this concept that like oh no we're all going to to work together that like kind of reminds her of home and like her like uh, commune. Mm-hmm. But like the difference I think would be that she's not being treated like a prophet, which mm-hmm. I don't think she's really mm-hmm. like fully realized yet consciously. But I think unconsciously it feels really good for her, where she's like oh I can actually kind of it is kind of like on my own and yeah. yeah. I'm so excited.
1: Well, uh, yeah. Was there any other crit? crit that happened? I mean, there, there was, was so a lot. Now that happened. Jesus, no, no, I'm thinking about it, yeah. And we oh, st- okay, gosh. so we started picking up after Erica. You clocked Ginny, almost chased her. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: All this stuff about you know the this key of opening and yep. all that drama and popular. What a great name! And how you know Erica got kicked out. That I mean like. Yeah, that it's that, and and, and, I mean, that all leading up to what DeLargo was about to say about, you know, Prim's enterprise. And it's like one of those things where it's like, Mm. yeah, Prim operates outside the quote unquote laws, but which like is always a risky thing to do because people can always just say you broke the law and like they're not wrong, but like. Who do
2: these laws serve?
0: Exactly, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, and also but, having Delargo yeah. become you know one of the people in that moment, I thought was like yeah. I wasn't expecting that mm-hmm. to happen, yeah. and I was not expecting Titan to like uh, compassionately tell tell them that like you're one of us now, um, uh, which yeah. that you know, that was truly that was that, like because uh, like in, I mean Tor that was I mean, beautiful. You were just like wait what what's happening and it's like and I'm and Titan was just like oh honey this is probably really hard for you. Mm -hmm. You've been, you just got, (laughs) you just got turned into a POC. Um, Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah.
1: That was also not the plan. That was not what was gonna, this is not how I envisioned that going. And General Cargo was not supposed to Mm. say that. It's just the way that, it mm. went. It made sense. I mean,
2: I think Joe's shouting uh, was <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah so that really <laughs>
2: that
3: was peak. I thought I was gonna get womped. I was like pu- fully prepared
2: to like Same. have a physical. Same. That's why I put down Erica. I was like, well, <laughs> I'm I? gonna need my hands. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, we're all gonna get uh, killed. Because
0: they gonna need to get yeah. thrown. Yeah.
2: yeah. so
3: I was yeah. delighted that that didn't turn out that yeah. way.
2: It was a, a very powerful moment. I think like. To think about that, like you're at an event with your leader, supposed leader, and there's mm-hmm. a person there who's saying, "No, I I refuse to bow to you. How dare you!" And then for him to be like, "No, you guys, all of you are lying. They're being lied to." And then for a group to be like, "No, that's not true." Yeah, yeah, that's good. Because yeah. I feel like Joe was really brave in that moment.
3: Yeah, I I think that Joe. That The part of her personality that's like the not picking up on all social cues, not having a filter mm-hmm. part. I don't know if she thinks it's brave. I don't know if she views that action mm-hmm. as that versus like, I'm just speaking the truth about this situation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love that. And I noticed this when we met the cousin.
0: Oramaya. or
3: Oramaya. Of like my impatience for Mm, mm. Joe's impatience for that family. Mm. Because I think that Joe's father with his technology, I think there's been a lot of red tape Mm. Mm -hmm. and bureaucracy that she's witnessed. And then also because her mother is this delegate who would never behave in this way. And I think that's like Mm
4: -hmm. tension
3: in their relationship. Mm. Joe will never do the job that her mother does because like she just is not a diplomat. Like she... Cannot bite her tongue in that way, yeah. <laughs> and so it was just time, especially the the fire thing when the fire brigade just hearing him outright lie <laughs> in that moment, I think was like that's what flipped uh, the switch for for Joe. <laughs> yeah,
1: that was fun too It's so, because
3: you don't even gain anything from that. Like, Absolutely, other than just you know he gets to say it's his fire brigade that whatever <laughs> you know like. Yeah, he doesn't really gain much. And so just to hear a lie about something so small like that was like, yeah. no, no way.
1: Yeah, that, yeah, that would, because certain parts of that speech I had pre written, but that one was totally <laughs> in the moment <laughs> and really fun to be like, who does he think put this? I mean, fire how to it around? be
2: anyone but his fire brigade, right?
1: <sighs> yeah, that probably takes like 48 hours to muster, to, right? Yeah. yeah,
4: to muster. Literally.
2: Yeah. So out of step. Uh, Yeah. And just the fact that
3: like he knew there was armies. He had heard that there was armies coming, mm -hmm. but that the priority was making a show out of potentially taking down Prim Mm -hmm. at the parade was like, get your fucking priorities straight. Yeah.
4: Well,
1: and just from a I mean, I think it's crit because it this is the only thing that changed his mind. And this is why it ended up going differently than I expected, was that you all had Oromaya, yeah, 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 totally. Talk to him as well, mm, mm-hmm. and like that is the only thing that he believed. Yeah, you yeah. Know?
2: I was ready to heal him because I was worried he was. When you said he was woozy, I was like, okay, do I need to heal him now? Because uh-huh. I thought about healing when we first walked up. <laughs> yeah, and then I keep said, it I'm together. Not going to. He sucks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dope. And any other crit? There was so I felt like I kind of cut you off, Jasu, when you were about to. Have a conversation with some of the friend group about noticing the thing in the statue. Mm. The ab- yeah, the I
2: think I, I was, but also I think it makes sense that we had to move on. <laughs> like it, like that, that. there was like things happening. Sure, yeah, sure. Um, but I think at some point, yeah. she'll want to bring it back up. I think Joe will bring it back up. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. felt like appropriate. Yeah,
3: I guess I wasn't worried that we didn't talk about it more in that segment Uh because i do think that just because of how joe noticed it Mm -hmm. it just feels i think that even though i i've witnessed jasu be i can't remember the interactions we've had about your hand and like but Mm -hmm. titan i feel like at one point when you first got this mark like it was brought up and it clearly made you uncomfortable but and so I think Joe is leaving it alone, mm-hmm. but now Most I things feel make like things
2: up comfortable. I
3: yeah. feel like I would bring it up to you and like hashtag friend group.
2: I feel like now that I've had the experience of Evie, I'm more likely to talk about this because this is much less (laughs) scary. The fact that I died and now I have a new god and it's not Suleon who's powering everything and it's changing my entire being, less scary than the fact that I might like a girl. (laughs) I might.
1: Yeah, that's real. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) All right, everybody. Well, uh, anybody want to plug anything? Uh, Deanna? Anything you want to plug? Yes. Is that what I last
2: time? I don't know. I think I did. Okay. Yeah. Yes, you did. Damn it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then not that. I would like to plug <laughs> getting Thai food. Nice. Thai yeah. food is the best. If there was one cuisine, this is a great question for listeners, Kyle. <laughs> If there was one cuisine that you had to eat for the rest of your life, what would it be? My answer: Thai. I think I feel like it would have to. Thai, Thai food. It's so
1: good. Ah. Solid answer. Amazing. Yeah. Joshua. Uh,
0: you know what? I'm just gonna plug. uh, Oh oh, no, no. Here's what I'm plugging. Here's what I'm plugging. I like practice.
4: Mm -hmm. I'm plugging
0: practice. There's nothing like more rewarding than like. Just doing, working on a thing and seeing some progress and enjoying the journey of like spending a little time every day working on something that you want to work on. Agreed. Kylie?
3: I'm just going to like tag team off the things you plugged. I'm going to also plug, I think Thai food would be if I had to pick one type of cuisine. Mm -hmm. I think that like it would be Thai food. And Joshua, the comment about practice, that was, I had a conversation about practicing Tai Chi with a fellow student this weekend and like the importance of practice. So I'm going to plug discipline Mm.
4: because I feel like
3: that goes hand in hand with practice. And Thai food. Because sometimes I do not want to practice, but it's like, it's like just... Just five minutes. That's right. Mm, just 10 minutes. Yeah. Like just at least just do that. Even maybe if I don't enjoy the journey, mm-hmm. I will, which ideally I will enjoy the journey. But even if I don't, I normally still enjoy the end result.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. When it comes
3: to practice. Yeah. I, so that's
2: what I think planning. that's really Discipline real. in Thai food. I think that's really real. I think it's totally normal to not want to practice and to maybe not even like practicing but to also really enjoy what you're doing i think both of those things can 100 percent be true so i love that tor Uh,
1: all right anything for you to plug yeah i'm going to plug a segment that i would like to start on this show and this has come out of uh some conversations that i've been having with game stores and some of the values that we've talked about on this podcast already which is local community And local community specificity. So the segment that I want to start is doing a shout-out, basically, doing a plug. And so it'll probably happen at this time of the show or something like it. Or I'll do it at random times throughout the show. Right. Of a local game shop uh, where we just talk about one local game shop in specificity, including its name and where it is and stuff like that. Mm. And we have some local game shops around us in brooklyn that i'm very excited to do this with already but this is me asking listeners to give us others if there is a game shop near you that you think is a really great space and a community hub or maybe it's not a shop maybe it's a fucking library maybe it's a cafe where people meet up to play warhammer i don't know what it is but if there's a community hub that you want to shout out, let us know, and we will do a little segment about
2: Love it. Love that. Cute. Love.
1: Amazing. And you can do that by hitting us up on the socials yes. at Happens, or sending us an email, whencrithappens at gmail.com. And if you haven't had enough of us, head on over to our Patreon for more. That's Patreon.com/slash/whencrithappens. Thanks,
0: y'all. Crit, and crit, Anna.
4: Crit, 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 crit
1: <laughs> Hope you enjoyed the show, everyone. Special thanks to Cullen Fitzpatrick for our theme music and original musical underscoring by Wormwood, Balin Wagner, and Benjamin Birkdorf. Full episodes come out every other Wednesday. On the off weeks, exclusive content is released for our members. Head over to Patreon.com/slash/whencrithappens to join the community.